Welcome to what we're calling Chapter 22. Uh, <laughs> Posh just had to check his hair. His ears oh, yeah. were still intact after the Hello Lamely. <laughs> Hello Lamely blowout. Um, <laughs> this is Fab. That is Posh checking his hearing. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> and we are heading into a very hectic chapter. Inside and out. Yeah, of the Mariah Carey memoir, The Meaning of Mariah Carey. This is me. I am a memoir, The Meaning of, The Meaning of Mariah Carey. And we will start, as we do most episodes, with things from the world of Mariah in the Me, Me Moments. Me, Me Moments. So, after last year going through an entire month Mm. of Me, Me Moments... It's been a quiet week. We only have one, but it's it's it is a lead story. It's lead story worthy, darling. Excellent. So Mariah has done another Twitter Spaces chat <gasps> with the Lamley. You know I love those. I accidentally we ended up them. on one that she wasn't in. <laughs> yeah, I did end up on this one actually, and it's very confusing. Everyone's talking over each other, but thankfully some some lovely Lamleys out there um, often chop it down to just Mariah, which yeah. helps immensely. Um, so Mariah did briefly touch on the whole Brandy possibility doing a Ooh. little something. There is a plan. A little something. They were on something. the phone only the oh. night before. Is this um, is this because she's been lumped in with Brandy to the Dion Warwick Hall of Shame? I think so. <laughs> well, because apparently Brandy is a legend and Mariah, she's not sure. Um, so I think it's Mariah taking her power back and going, I'll show you who a fucking I'll, legend is. I'll show you who thinks who's a legend. <laughs> is it me or she whose brother peed on Kim Kardashian? Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm sure it will be Mariah featuring Brandy. Mariah has also said there was something possibly happening with a group. We don't know what group, Ooh. but a group. Um, she also asked the Lamley, what, you know, if there was anyone she could do a duet with, who would it be? And I screamed J-Lo. Um, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> just because, I mean, a- anyone, anyone. Anyone. It would have to be J-Lo. I could, how could you not? Uh, like, uh, I don't even know what that would sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just don't know. I don't know what style that would be in. Um, I don't even Mariah know singing and J-Lo cowering in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, she, someone suggested possibly Usher, who, of course, she is covering oh, yes. with before. And she said, yeah, but I think we need a young male vocalist that Whoa. has their own swag. <laughs> so, I don't think it was meant to be shady, but I was like, so Usher is old and has no swag. Um, friends with Bieber. I get it. I get yeah. it, Mariah. Let's. And someone um, asked, why have you never covered Santa Baby? And Mariah's response was, I think someone else did that. That was her thing. And oh, I think wow. who has covered Santa Baby? And there were many, but the main two, one was Ariana Grande, who was probably the most likely that she was re- referring to. But then there was also Madonna. Um, Does, so, has, has not your favourite singer of all time? KM. But I don't know if, if Mimi would know the KM. She would. She's yeah. big with the gays in America. I mean, Therefore, that's true. Mariah they, would know. Her makeup they, artist would tell her. That's her true. hairstylist would they tell her. They were on a New Year's thing together, the infamous 
J-Lo in the background New Year's. I think oh, there you go. Kylie she, did a little something. But um, I don't think she has any reason to be shady with the KM, but she unless she's does. just <laughs> Unless she's just basically going, it, you know, that's Eartha Kitt's thing. I don't go there. Yeah, maybe. Probably not. I think it was Harry. Probably not. Um, <laughs> They're friends now. J Hud and Mariana are her her sisters. Well, J Hud is, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I mean, Ariana might be a sister in the same way that Alison is his sister. Um, (laughs) So, so, Mariah has also confirmed that um, someone's ugly daughter. She has she has the vocals now. (gasps) She's found them. She's found them, and she it will be packaged and delivered to us in some way. I still think that there's a little Millie Bobby Brown going on oh um, so we'll see what happens there what about poor and clarissa who explained it all i know well she had her <laughs> album that existed already yeah um now mariah was also asked whether she would consider roro diva to play little mariah which she mm-hmm. said that she would if she wanted to do it oh she played she her in that commercial exactly because i think i think she mentioned that and that's because it was classic um <laughs> so i'd allow it um <laughs> now if she wanted um, to yeah, and with good. <laughs> if I wanted, yeah, if she was playing me, and I decided. Um, so we also have that. So far, MC sixteen is all Mariah. No collabs at this stage. Oh, um, and she has sort of mentioned something about self financing and studio moments. So I actually wouldn't be surprised if the new album is something along the lines of the We Belong Together remix, where she's filmed it. It's a collaboration with the people yes. in the room. So even if it's new songs, it could be some kind of slightly live-ish moment. Oh, I hope there's a couple of jazz numbers because you That'd know be I fun. go crackers when she does a jazz. Ever since the wind, <laughs> I've always got another. That put the wind right up me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about MC16. I know. I was like, oh my goodness, MC16. Oh. Imagine when we're doing MC sixteen thirty, like in thirty years. <laughs> that won't, that'll be. If we're still doing this podcast, then we, I we'll think be we doing might it, be. <laughs> we'll be doing it from somewhere um, where we're brought food and are not allowed sharp objects. But that does bring us to the end of the Mimi moments for this week. So I guess it's recap time. It's recap time. Uh, which means, uh, so last week, Mariah made Glitter uh, and the soundtrack, mm-hmm. which was sabotaged by Tommy and another female entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to court. We did. <laughs> we, we, we mounted Have you recovered? A, uh, look, it was, a, it was a sturdy prosecution and defence of um, the various... Identities involved. <laughs> it was. It was. It was quite involved. If this is your first ever episode of this podcast, you got to go back. It was crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, why have you picked it up now? Good on you. Thank you. Yeah, Welcome. Thanks. Welcome on board. Uh, <laughs> so yes, that's what happened last week. Uh, which means, are you ready for my gist? I'm ready for this gist. This gist unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> centrifugal motion is bringing the gist right into your eyes. I was wondering if you could get that out. I could see you trying to sentence the laughing. say centrifugal? <laughs> centrifugal, we say in the normal English. But when you're singing, you can say what you like. Um, so this gist is <laughs> Mariah tries to bring Carson Daly an ice cream. <laughs> Has a moment of affinity with the people's princess. And then has a flashback to the shack and a plan of attack. Oh, oh, snap, snap, snap. I, it's <laughs> I know, goodness. I spent a minute on it this week. <laughs> yeah, look out. I, I mean, you were like, this chapter goes for four hours. I need to give it something. <laughs> it is a meaty chapter. It's, it's a Regardless meaty, of Mariah meeting this later meat. on, we yeah, are going to have some meat here. Yeah, it's a, it's a meaty tuck is what we're talking about. <laughs> meaty tuck. Yeah, you can see this out even out the bottom of the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and they are short. They are very um, short. <laughs> me on down. Um, so we are on part three, all that glitters, and on the chapter resting in pieces. Resting so in pieces. Mariah fills in some gaps, telling us that after she left Tommy, she yes. was mainly living in hotels. Because we discussed this at the time, going, mm. where did she go from here to here? Like, and it was hotels. And on yeah. the road, doing a little touring, darling. Touring, um, darling. Before almost buying Barbara Streisand's impeccably decorated home. Oh, my God. But, I love this. <laughs> right? But the body corporate were afraid there would be too many rappers, a.k.a. big black men, milling about and did not approve her. Rude. Rude. That is what it's I have to Mariah say. It's Mariah Carey, I know. for Christ's sakes. And I feel like, you know, I know all about Babs. I think she actually, I could be making this up, but I feel like she had a home that was like literally all like white decoration. Probably. Like she was very, everything's very pristine. I feel like Mariah would love that kind of thing. I remember once when Babs was on Oprah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and she- Barbara explaining Barbara explaining everything. And she was <laughs> singing a song. Uh, she came out and sang a number. And Oprah said, excuse me, Barbara, I have owned this studio for 15 years. I'm pretty sure we yes. don't own a white microphone. <laughs> I know. And she's like, yeah, but the black one was going to clash with this outfit, so I had it sprayed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just honestly. <laughs> she's gone to Oprah's house and redecorated. <laughs> yeah. And... There's, of course, I think we've discussed the the podcast with Alec Baldwin where she just eats soup. She does. She eats soup the whole time. And now, of course, I'm imagining Mariah just sneakily moving into the mall underneath the house. Oh, my God. (laughs) I went to a play about the mall. Yes. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Which starred uh, Ben Gerard, who was in Outland that I wrote. Um, But, yeah, he... It was. It's like an actual play about this guy who yeah. worked there. Although apparently, he, like he says, keep saying the play. This is all made up. I am sure it's not real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, another friend of mine, Andy, did um, a version of it. I think, unless it got cancelled because of lockdown. I don't remember. Oh, maybe. But um, yeah, I I thought it was something that he had just literally made up himself because he oh. does that. Um, Has she written a biography? We could do a Barbara cast. Ooh. <laughs> I'm already very excited, um, excitedly planning segments for the other the spin-off. Well, other spin-off. <laughs> the so, regular podcast. The regular podcast. Um, but eventually Mariah did this, find... By the way, just oh, look, just as an, as an aside, note. in part of my research for this chapter, I yeah. did watch the TRL Live. 
and she does yes, say, I'm I just this. a regular person. Ah, I noticed something else. I'm going to, yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait, don't worry, this, this will come in. Um, so Mariah eventually found a glamorous New York penthouse, which she mm. was excited about, but hadn't really had time to settle into due to all of her many, many work commitments. So many. She's very busy at this very at this big, juncture. Very busy. Because being on a new label came with a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. especially given the landmark contract that she'd signed. So yes. she was all in to get these new projects I've off been the ground. Told it was billions. Billions. <laughs> <laughs> But even though Mariah was all in, there was all these new people at the label and she didn't really have a properly structured management team to deal with all of the work demands. I gotta give me some sleep. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, So they were all very overwhelmed. Mariah's schedule was brutal and there was no time for R-E-S-T-E-C-T or something (laughs) along those lines. Um, that's all I could think of. R-E-S-T-E-C-T sounds like I'm going to have a nap and then some electroconvulsive therapy. (laughs) Well, I mean... (laughs) It was, it's a rough chapter. Um, <laughs> so she needed a little rest, but Mariah did not know how to demand it. No. She felt that rest, food, exercise, and sleep were so important. And I'm not saying that she invented, invented self-care, but she did. Yeah. So it seems to me that the label were kind of like, oh, it's Mariah. She's huge. It, yes, it'll cost us, but she'll just bring it in. Like she'll bring in the billions. Mm. And we won't have to Billions. really do anything. We won't have to do anything. Anything. And they didn't sort of realise that it takes a lot of work to be Mariah Carey. It's very, it's very busy being. Like, it's busy being me. And I don't really yeah, have I'm that exhausted. much going on. <laughs> we have, we're not allowed to leave the house. So. I know. <laughs> so Mariah, uh, Mariah tells us that the timing of Glitter couldn't have been worse and that people just didn't mm. go and see it. She's, of course, referring to the release being September 11, 2001. Yeah. Um, but also kind of blames the 80s, saying that people weren't ready. People weren't ready. She was Not ahead of the, the curve for the 80s ahead vibe. Yeah. Mariah does also briefly mention the hashtag Justice for Glitter, which oh, did yes. eventually get it to number one in 2018. It is a really good album. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet, but we will. We, we can't be far away, surely. No, we can't. Never too far. Um, Mariah's little scene, what it did there. Um, Mariah felt that the critical reception and the label's panic over Loverboy's number two position started to seep into her psyche and that mm-hmm. only, the only other artist expected to perform under such huge pressure was a little Michael Jackson. Yes. Um, and I believe that MJ also signed some fairly groundbreaking record deals and, you know, I think the thing that's not often talked about is that's going to come with a lot of added pressure. Yeah. Like... Yeah, because it's like we've spent all this money. Where's our, where's, where's yeah, our give bit? it to it give immediately. It, give it, back. it now. I mean, yeah. if they were like, <laughs> if they were sensible, what they would have done is going with signing Mariah, Sony, give us all of her crap, and then they could sell all the, the best ofs. But no, yeah, true. Sony was selling all the best ofs. Yeah, <laughs> and they just had all the new Mariah, and they didn't know what to do with it. But they were well on their way to an album called Number Twos, so. Mm. Get that out there. <laughs> I love that Mariah's like, you know, I guess I'm the one who called my album number ones. <laughs> yeah. Because I could. Because yeah, I had enough stats. of them for a whole album. <laughs> How many regular people can <laughs> I guess we'll find out as we go through how many number ones there were. Oh, I know. I'm sure there was one. Um, now well, there was this particular one that kept this one at number two, I guess. That's true. <laughs> 
So it didn't seem like the new label had any plan or strategy in place to deal what with with what was being called as the referred to as the single situation. The single situation. Which is just my my life. Um, no one was actually. No, <laughs> like, I mean, how's the single situation? He's all right. The um, same. Yeah. Regular. <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> um, no one was actually trying to do anything. So Mariah decided that she had to do something about this. Mm-hmm. And during this time, Mariah's anxiety anxiety was so high that she wasn't getting much sleep in the small windows allotted to I've her. I've got to give me some sleep. Exactly. But in the spirit of being proactive, she decided to crash TRL with an ice cream cart full of popsicles. Yep. Absolutely. I'm sure, like... Back up the ice cream truck. Here comes Mariah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Mariah thought this would be fun and festive. She wore a big oversized Loverboy t-shirt with a surprise 80s glitter look underneath. Yes. Now, this was all very unrehearsed, but Mariah thought Carson Daly is a host... He'll yeah. be able to riff, like, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, she figured he might have been told to act surprised. Uh, I can't speak again today. <laughs> surprised. But to Mariah's dismay, he didn't act at all. No. Mariah thought, oh, well, I'm just going to move this along myself and went in for the outfit reveal, to which Carson Daly screamed, the children, won't somebody please think of the children? Oh. <laughs> and, and then in, in brackets... <laughs> Oh, now he decides to act? Oh, my God. Again, a chapter full of shade brackets. Right. Now a butterfly. I feel like Um, we need to invent a new uh, typographical mark rather than the parentheses she's used to indicate shade. Shade. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a little tree for forests of shade. Oh, now he decides to act. So... The outfit underneath wasn't even that for a lot. It's basically what KM wore in spinning around. Like yeah. little gold hot pants with a green top. Sparkly, um, sparkly, sparkly pants. You know, sexy, but not pornographic. Cute t-shirt. Yeah, I know. Like we didn't see any meaty tucks. No. Um, <laughs> now Mariah, Mariah admits the performance was sloppy, but she wasn't stripping as Carson assumed. No. So can, before we continue with this, we need to talk about the introduction to this moment. Where Carson is giving an outro to the previous song, a little duet between Ja Rule and a regular person. Oh. As the song plays out in the background, just as Carson says the name of the track, you hear Mariah loudly start singing Lover Boy <laughs> before anything real can be mentioned. Did you notice this? I did not. Oh my God, go back. It's like, it's on YouTube. It's literally the first thing. And it's literally, he's about to say, oh, that, that, you know, with Ja Rule and J-Lo, the song is I'm Lover Boy. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 it was so planned. <laughs> we'll see, because he kept saying he was trying to go to a break. And do you think yeah. maybe she wasn't meant to go out then, but she just started singing and some producer's gone, ah, yeah, just put her on now. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, maybe, I mean, look, <laughs> she, if anything, like, we know that she planned that moment. Like, oh, th- yeah. that is too much of a coincidence. <laughs> I'm not yeah. even going to hear. let them hear the full name of the song. I'm going to sing my song instead. I'm lover boy. <laughs> <laughs> so Mariah goes out there with the ice cream. The audience goes mad. And when Carson asks Mariah Even the people doing, on the street went mad. Right? I know. 
So um, Mariah said that we all need a little therapy and that this was therapy for her. Yes. She was, of course, referring to a little moment, you know, coming and spending time with the Lambly. Yes, she loves the lambs. They are her therapeutic moments. Exactly. They, she turns to them for the inspiration and the energy and everything. I feel special being a lamb. Absolutely. Um, she also ma- mentions leaving messages on her website, including the infamous one where she basically just says she needs a break. Like, I found yeah. it. She's like, I'm just, I don't know what's happening. I need a break. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that's so infamous. Um, it's the reaction that's infamous. So, Mariah knew that the Lamley understood all of this, even though it was reported that she'd yes. lost it for leaving a message. Even though she'd left other messages, it's a whole thing. I listened um, to it. I was like, absolutely. oh, poor Mariah's having a time. Yes. Um, then we get the Lamley origin story. Du, 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 du. Origin. Shwee, shwee. Um, the press didn't He's understand. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, I think breaking it on down has to be called poshnopsis. <laughs> yeah. There just is now. Um, so the press didn't understand how this came about, and we learned that it was Mariah and Trey Lorenz would they go old Hollywood and say things like "Be yeah. a lamb and fetch me a splash of wine, darling." <laughs> I need a splash. Splash. Um, the, so lamb became a bit of a term of endearment for them, and the mm-hmm. lambs picked up on that and sort of adopted it as as their own little group name, the Lamely. So I love this. It's just a little touch on on where that came from because I think it's so often assumed that, ew, you know, oh, she's the shepherd and there are lambs following her. I'm like, no, 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 no. We, we all walk together. Yes, so she is also a lamb. Yes, we're going to get a splash together. Yes, we're all lambs. So Mariah clarifies that TRL was a stunt gone awry as she points out that no one could just crash MTV without a little planning. You can't just turn up to television. Whenever that happens... I'm always it's like... It's planned. <laughs> no. Like, someone said, do this. Someone... Yeah. Yeah. Well, let alone Mariah Carey with an ice cream cart. Like, I don't think that that's just going to be... Like, she had a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And an outfit, like a costume change mid-set, yeah. uh, you know. Um, she said maybe Carson didn't know, but there were a whole ass teams that did. Yeah. And the press acted as if she'd stripped butt naked and given Carson Daly a lap dance, which is now a rather mundane routine performed by reality TV stars and rappers. Um, so this whole oh, situation... That, that is another parenthesis of shade. I know. I was surprised <laughs> about the rapper angle, but I was like, maybe she's referring to specific rappers. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so this whole situation was taken out of context and led to Mariah having a target on her back. Mm-hmm. So Mariah felt that no one had her back during this time. The only person coming to her defense was Suge Knight saying, everybody needs to leave Mariah alone or they're going to have a problem with me. Oh, that's scary. Now that I've read his Wikipedia page, I will certainly be following that rule. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Suge is... uh, If you're listening, we love you, Suge. Quite the player, bless him. (laughs) (laughs) He's on a little holiday at the moment, but we'll see him soon. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure. He's, he's probably even been on good behaviour. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I, I keep saying that about Shug the lockdown. I keep saying... I <laughs> wish... for good behaviour. Well, I wish, like, you know, it's like, okay, it's only two weeks. Oh, it's going to be four weeks now. Oh, four more weeks. I'm like, if you said 12 weeks, eight yeah. with good behaviour, imagine how well everyone would behave. That's it's like, true. mate, I'll be out. I will, I'm busting to go to the pub. 
I'm going to be yeah, so good. Be really good. I'm going to be so good so I, I think can that's get what, to the Literally what's weeks. happened here is that we've been so beaten down by the many lockdowns that now we just do what we're told. Yeah. But see, <laughs> that's, easier. it's all stick and no carrot, mate. <laughs> but I mean, you know, the Sydney lockdown is the only one with a question mark at the end. Like I lockdown? Know, lockdown? Uh, maybe? Um, not sure. I'll see you at the shops. I went to a shopping uh, centre the other day. It was yeah. open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a pretzel. Um, <laughs> I know. I got so, a click and collect, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, there was no social media back then. There was to not. To clap back or present your side of the story. Mariah and Mariah, back. right? And Mariah felt very hunted. Um, much like a certain princess that she'd met just a few years earlier. Well, you say met. Their eyes locked across the room at a Vogue party. At a Vogue party. (laughs) And Mariah could see she was a cornered animal in couture and identified with her instantly. And if you're wondering, like, you know, let's clarify, that princess was Beyonce. It was the Beyonce. (laughs) It wasn't. There's just lots of memes where everything ends with, and that little girl was Britney Spears, you know? (laughs) Um, No, it was Princess Diana. And I do love that Mariah found a way to compare herself to Princess Diana um, even during all of this, and that in the comparison, J-Lo is the Camilla Parker Bowles, <laughs> <laughs> or as I've now shortened it to, SIBO. SIBO. So, <laughs> regular Parker Bowles. Regular Bowles. <laughs> and I need to see that season of The Crown. Oh, man. <laughs> Can you imagine? That season of The Crown is hectic. <laughs> so Mariah's troubled, troubled sleep quickly turned into no sleep at all. She was oh, barely I eating. Get me some sleep. Exactly. I had that going through my head through the whole chapter. Did you? While I was reading it, yeah. Just like. I was. I had um, Janet Jackson's "No Sleep" in my head, which oh. is a sexy song. But anyway, yeah. Um, but you're not getting sleep, no sleep for, other for a good reasons. reason. Yeah, it's good. Um, no sleep. <laughs> so Mariah was not sleeping, barely eating, and working constantly. Mm-hmm. And after a particularly hot and difficult shoot for Loverboy in California, mm. where she had no water and no undercover areas for rest and reset, R-E-S-T-E-C-T, um, <laughs> Mariah was expected to get on a plane to New York and shoot another video for Never Too Far the following day. Why? I don't know. I don't um, know why the, you need one. Because the movie already had an amazing moment. It's, so. the, it's the best version of that song. Except so, for all the times she sang it, publicising the movie, where she folded it into Hero. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Even in Germany. <laughs> I've watched them all. Oh like, it's kind of like um, they've gone, uh, she's like, I want to promote the new album. And they're like, we want you to sing an old song. And she's gone, why not both? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the Taco Girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sing Never Too Far tacos. Hero. Uh, That's everyone's favourite song, Never Too Far Hero. <laughs> <laughs> So, they do work really well together. It's quite a moment. <laughs> and now, everything is a moment. Having read the book and knowing that Hero was written for a film and it didn't go, end up going in the film because Gloria Estefuck didn't record <laughs> it, it's it, you go, oh, I get it. They're both that's they're both yeah. film, film songs. It's, it's happening. She's I get it. Putting that sandwich together. Yeah. Um, not that Mariah's ever made a sandwich. No. But um, a bagel, maybe. Um, no, I, she so, did. She made sa- no, she made pizzas in one of her videos. Did she? And took them out to the crew. Yeah. Cute. I know. Um, it wasn't this one. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Mariah, <laughs> Mariah was in no condition to do this video. She was no. already exhausted and the Loverboy shoot was the last straw. She needed time to sleep and recharge. But I the label would not listen. <laughs> It's getting more metal as time goes on. 
you know, and the label wouldn't listen. They had spent over a hundred million on Mariah Carey TM mm-hmm. and wanted everything now. Now, darling, now. Now, 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 now. Um, so on top of the internal pressures, the press circus was hounding Mariah uh, with one particular show speaking about her in the past tense as if oh. she was already dead. That'd be pretty confronting. Like, did I die? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't think that happened. Like, I know I'm tired, but (laughs) I don't don't think I made that part up. It was as if I was watching the In Memoriam. I know. (laughs) In Memoriam. In (laughs) Memoriam. So, all of this going on, on top of Tommy, on top of the family was simply too much, and Mariah was in urgent need of sleep. She tried to get rest at her penthouse, but didn't feel very settled there and was getting constant phone calls because she'd not shown up for the Never Too Far video shoot. And everyone was hounding her. Where are you? Why aren't you here? She's like, I'm tired. I need to sleep. I need some sleep. Um, I think I've said it a few times. I can't get me some sleep. (laughs) All she wanted was a few days off in between, and no one on on her payroll would stand up for her. On my payroll. My out of desperation, she went to a nearby hotel, having already stayed there while the, the penthouse was getting a little work done, mm-hmm. a little nip and a little tuck. Um, she drew herself a bath, put on some gospel, and hoped the trauma would dissolve. Mm-hmm. Just as she was starting to feel better, there was a bang at the door. <laughs> bang! Bang, yeah. <laughs> what? Standing out at the front door of her little hotel room was the management Morgan. Morgan. And even her mother. And I will say in the audiobook, she does kind of sigh again when she says Morgan. Morgan. (sighs) Morgan. Morgan. This was just all too much. And Mariah screamed. It's like, I've tried talking. I'm a scream now. I've got to get me some sleep. Because that's all she wanted. So then Morgan grabs her and says, this whole thing is just birthdays at Roy Boys. Oh. This was confusing for a moment. Mm. Um, So this was an inside joke about their father mixing up their birthdays, which I kind of missed in the the audiobook because she was just saying Roy Boys a lot. And I was like, Um, (laughs) I don't understand. Um, So, yes, they mixed up their birthdays. It was a bit of an inside joke that calmed Mariah down and made Mm -hmm. her feel safe in that moment as if Morgan was saying, I got you. Right. We're all good. We're going to we're gonna sort this out. You can trust me because I know you. I've known you forever. It's all good. But Mariah needed to get away from this. I'm, I'm not entirely sure how she did. That's mm. not really explained. But somehow she snuck out right. um, and went to see Marianne Tatum, a.k.a. Tots. Tots. Who was a background singer that she'd been working with since Butterfly, whom she'd become like sisters with mm. after Tots' sister had passed away. Um, To which I just imagined Mariah saying, I'm so sorry about your sister, but you have a better sister now. (laughs) She would not have said that. I'm your sister now, Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) So, so as I said, it's not really clear how she gets away from the management and the Morgan of it all. Oh, it just would have been like she'd gone somewhere with them and then decided. She's like, bah. Yeah. (laughs) Ran. Done done the bits of work they made her do. And then she's gone, okay, I'm going home now. And instead of going home, has gone to She's off. Oh, she's gone. Tots. Tots. Yeah. Um, So she did sneak off to All of this kind of controlling and trying to get Mariah to do stuff is... Very reminiscent of the Britney Spears conservatorship business. Oh my is god! Not? 
Yeah. Is it not? Yeah. It's just like, oh, oh, this is not okay. Yeah. This is like a human is not a commodity, mate. Like it's uh, the Britney thing is just getting more horrific by the day. Yes. I really held off saying much about it until she said something because we didn't know everything was speculation. But hearing the full testimony and then the things that have happened since, it's kind of like, oh, it's like a punch in the gut every time. Yeah, I know. And yeah, I think it's so much worse than people really expected. Yeah. Especially the whole IUD situation. That is not okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, on to not happier things, but Mariah things. Mariah Um, things. (laughs) So, she snuck off to Brooklyn and during all of this, Mariah was very concerned that Tommy was following her. Yeah. She thought maybe that's a little paranoid, but at the same time, this is kind of the thing that Tommy would do. Yes. Um, So, she thought that... In brackets... A little, I'm going to point you to an article in Vanity Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just link, click on the link. <laughs> smash the subscribe button. Um, <laughs> so Brooklyn was a good place for Mariah to go incognito, but it was so cramped that Mariah simply couldn't stay there. Oh. Um, she couldn't get any sleep. But I do have a theory that I think a lot of that comes down to the places Mariah grew up. It was probably all very cramped. Yeah. The shack and everything else, so that represents kind of oh my god, I need to, I need space, I need oh, my yeah. ocean bath. But also, you know, her mum could turn up with a bunch of people. Alison could turn it up in any minute with people. Morgan, like that's her. That's been her. Yeah, her childhood. Like I'm sure. Yeah, there was never any sleep. So, well, that's true. Um, they instead they went for a walk mm-hmm. with Mariah wearing her own merch and a cap I to love blend in. Mariah in her own merch. <laughs> no. No, it's me. I'm no sure it would have. I'm sure it would have been a t-shirt with like some kind of belt around it to show off a figure. Yeah. Like, you know, it would have been. Like it would have been amazing. Yeah. And if anyone came and said, "Oh my god, you look like Mariah," she would have gone, "Oh, thank you. Isn't she beautiful?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I some, wish. <laughs> yeah. <I'm not. laughs> I only have a four octave range. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so somehow Mariah was tracked down to Brooklyn and Morgan was once again dispatched to go and get her. Why do oh, Morgan? Now we get, you, you need to, the, we're going to the past. <laughs> yeah. We get a little background on Morgan, a little mm-hmm. more background, I should say. So he'd become Patricia's most trusted bodyguard. Uh, Mariah describes him as being strikingly handsome and diabolically charismatic. Early in her career, Morgan wanted to be known as the man who discovered her. Side note. Seymour Stein, who signed Madonna, did have an opportunity to discover Mariah, but felt she was too young. Too young. Too young. Not like some older, withered other performers. (laughs) Well, Madonna was 25. Oh, my. Ancient. Um, (laughs) Mariah's only 12. So she wasn't born until 97. discovered Mariah when she was but a fetus. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and Morgan was very popular in certain circles, with Mariah even often being known as Morgan's little sister. Oh, my God. That happened to me once. Oh, you're, you you're Michelle's as- brother. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Michelle. Um, <laughs> How very day. <dare> <laughs> yes. So... And Mariah also sort of says she's often credited him, Morgan, mm. for for the, lending her the $5,000 she needed for her first promo demo. Yes. Um, an amount that she remains grateful for and has paid back 5,000 times over. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. 
Mariah has chump change from Mariah, though. I know. I've been told it was billions. Yeah. <laughs> so, less than a month after Mariah signed her first deal, Morgan and Patricia suggested a celebratory dinner at the shack. Oh, don't. This is filling me it's with dread. Get, shit's getting hectic. Um, Mariah was hesitant, but agreed. Mm-hmm. And very quickly, Morgan started in on a bit of a rant about Patricia's second husband. Was this old Tuggy? I guess. I think old Tuggy. Yeah, I, think, I don't. It's I think been a while since. Tug, old mate Tugboat is. Yeah. <laughs> tuggy. <laughs> um, so let's assume that it's old Tuggy. It's funnier tuggy. for that reasons. Um, and now that Mariah was being becoming famous, mm. that he. He could pose a problem here. He could. He could leak information about their lives, particularly about Alison being a drug-addicted prostitute with HIV. Oh, just, wow. That was just crammed in there uh, that, all of a sudden. Well, that was in a lot of the tabloids back then. So yes. it was sold by someone. It was sold by someone. I remember I that. And, it w- and that was sold very early on because I remember thinking that that was who Vanishing was about. Yes. When I listen to that album. Yeah. And I'm like, so that was out there very early. Oh, it's probably Tuggy then. Tuggy. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Tuggy being the problem that Morgan predicted. Oh, no, Morgan. Oh. I thought you hate him um, when he's right. <laughs> I would watch that show. Oh, Morgan. Oh, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> so Patricia just sat there. She was just oh, sitting dying. there enjoying the family time. Um, and Mariah was very, time. yeah, this is nice. Uh, oh, Morgan. Um, and Mariah <laughs> was very confused. Morgan then just sort of, you know, easily, quickly was like, I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. Yeah, just, I'll take care of it. So Mariah, she knew old Tuggy was a douchebag. Yeah. But none of this made any sense. And she, she wanted to get on with her new life away from the shack Morgan told Mariah that he had a plan to shut up old Tuggy. Mm-hmm. And all he needed was $5,000. That's all. Just $5,000. That's all he needed. From right. a Tuggy plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy a slightly better boat and <laughs> drown him on it. Uh, I'm going to set it on fire. Um, it was presented in such a way as to frighten her against old Tuggy. To oh. think that the record deal and the life she'd worked so hard for could be, you know, taken away. As, if but at the time, is she not married to him? Is her mum married no. to, to Tuggy? Um, apparently. Yeah, no, and this is what's she's in changed. the room while they're discussing doing something yeah. about her current husband. Yeah. Patricia, Patricia, what is going on? You should be half of the murderer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Patricia at this point is making me think of um, Alice and Jenny and I, Tonya. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it, but I, I love me some Alice and Jenny. Um so, yeah, if, if all of this got out, Morgan was just trying to help. He's like, yeah. I'll, just, I'll take care I'll of this for you. I'll take care of it. And it won't cost you much. Just $5,000. Yeah, it's fine. I know you haven't um, been paid yet, but it's just $5,000. Then we get a double flashback. So, a flashback within a flashback. <laughs> back to 1980 when Morgan was involved in a Suffolk County. I can't say. Suffolk, Suffolk County? Yeah. Suffolk. <laughs> Suffolk County. Uh, it just sounds like <laughs> like something abusive. Um, Suffolk County. Suffolk County. Um, you in Suffolk, Suffolk County. County. Yeah. What did you go? Suffolk County. Suffolk, your own county. Uh, yeah. <laughs> your arms painted on. <laughs> yeah. So, so he was involved in a Suffolk County murder case. Oh. Murder. How big a surprise was it? This I know. Business? Oh, my God. 
So I, this I, I chapter wish I is hectic. It's crazy. So John William Maddox was murdered by his wife Virginia. Just a gentle rifle to the neck. Um, their son was an acquaintance of Morgan's. Hmm. So Virginia had propositioned Morgan to kill her husband for thirty thousand oh. um, dollars. He accepted. A $1,200 advance, but did not carry out the job. Right. Which so makes got, it fine. He got the down um, payment for murdering someone, but then didn't yeah, do the murder. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm, oh I forgot. <laughs> right. So Morgan's testimony was key evidence in having Virginia convicted of murder. <sighs> Mariah was barely in third grade. Morgan snitched, so he yeah. did not get any time for accepting the payment. Oh, he's a, he's a lagger, as they say in... Wentworth. Yes. So, okay, now we've got a little bit forward, but oh still a bit God. back. It's, We're it's, back in the shack. This is like Inception, all these nested timelines. Full, yeah. <laughs> so, back in the shack, Mariah is pacing as Morgan continued with his plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't really understand what, what was happening. She'd not, as you said, mentioned, like, she'd not even received her... Uh, paycheck yet what yeah. is going on i don't even have the five grand i don't have i don't have, um, I don't have five dollars i don't have five thousand no. also so, oh, margulies is going to get half of all this yeah. <laughs> do you many, want do you want do you want him many. to pay half yeah um so mariah wasn't even surprised that morgan was trying to get money out of her oh. or siphon it out of her but her mother yeah was she really in on this plot to fuck up her husband or alternatively to extort money from her own daughter yeah, this is a big moment in the book. Like I thought, I, I thought we we'd had done it, dealt yeah, with all of the, the family past. business, and yeah, now we are until... going into some crazy corporate world where she's gotten too much money in the record company, and expecting too much from her. But no, it's like oh, BTW Morgan, Morgan and Mum um, were at the front door, and it brought all this back. Yeah. So, Mariah would not entertain being part of a plot to hurt anyone, not even a despicable dickhead like old Dougie. Dickhead! <laughs> My favourite phrase. I know. <laughs> um, so, aside from having a conscience, Mariah knew that if she did this, Morgan would later use it to blackmail her. Yeah. How delusional of me to even entertain the notion that my mother and brother were going to toast me for making my only dream come true. Instead, they called me back to gut me. Oh. Oh my God, I was like, what? That is a flashback and a half. Oh, yeah. So Mariah left the shack knowing that she did not belong to any of them. Her father was estranged, which I think we'll find out more about mm-hmm. shortly. Her sister had burned her and sold her out. Now her mother and brother were no more. We get a little lyrical moment from I Wish You Well in the Bible passage. 1 yes. John 4.4. 4. Well, that is a Back- lyric in I Wish You Well. Yes. And so she has the whole so It's all happening. She's, it's it's songception. <laughs> Um, <laughs> after many flashbacks. Oh. So now, okay, we're back in the future, but still the past. Yeah. We're at Tots. We're at Tots. Mariah was more than on edge mm-hmm. when a Morgan arrived. Morgan turned up at Tots? Oh. He did. He suggested a little trip to Mum's. Oh. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, somehow in this state, Morgan convinced her that this was a good idea, even though Mariah had never had a nice trip to Patricia's. Yeah. By this point, Patricia hardly knew her and couldn't know all the pressure that Mariah was under actually having, you know, people counting mm-hmm. on her and to, you know, earn money and make a living off of her. Um, in her fogginess, it made sense to go to Patricia's. Of course. House, Mariah, she'd built that house. She built quiet, that house. It was quiet, comfortable, road. had plenty of space so everyone could stay there. 
So Mariah decided if she was going to go, they would all go. Yep. So Tots, Mariah, you're coming. Yeah. Morgan Tots in the car. Come on. I'm wearing my merch t-shirt. Yeah. I'm not taking it off. I'm wearing the merch t-shirt. I know I don't need it anymore, but I just really like it. Um, and they went, so they jumped in the car, went over the river and through the woods to Mother's House We Go. Oh, over the river. Like, it's a bad fairy tale that's coming up in the next chapter. Oh I can feel it. I can feel the horror building. I remember something being mentioned, you know, in the press or something years ago about something happening at her mother's house. Yeah. But then when we had the flashback to the shack, I was like, oh, maybe this is what no. they were talking about. I was like, no, I think there's more to come. There's more to come. I am. Um, yeah. So I did want to unpack a little bit about this chapter's sort of more serious themes being of the mental health of it all. Well. Because it feels like. I, th- I feel like, and I don't know if like you've ever been in this situation, but that kind of no sleep, which sends you a little bit, you know, manic um, and having a lot of work to do, which makes you extra manic. And the way the chapter is written, I actually did have a moment of, this is really evocative of that feeling, of that kind of restlessness, that panic, that I can't, I can't sleep, I can't rest, I can't sit down, I can't find comfort anywhere and it's just like I feel like so many people want something from me and I just I just don't have any time for myself kind of thing and yeah and I I thought that was really deftly handled in the writing that I haven't listened to it obviously but just the that sense of you know where you think everything's fine like you know she thought everything like going on TRL was fine but she was obviously in a fragile emotional state because yeah. of the mania that was being created around not delivering enough and having to do this and having to do that and, you know, no, not really trusting anyone around her. So, yeah, the like I think when, when Carson's saying, oh, Mariah's lost her mind, like he's talking about her behaviour with the ice cream truck and the stripping off where in reality it's the... It's the level that she's operating yeah. at. It's the hysterical level. Yeah. And it, this chapter reads like someone who is at that hysterical level. And yeah. It's, and oh. that's kind of what I was going to touch on in terms of particularly the TRL yeah. incident, whatever you want to call it. Because what she was doing was fine. Yeah. And fun and festive. It, like you said, it was more the, oh, now I'm talking to this person and now I'm talking to this person. It yeah. was, she was in that state and- she has, of course, later talked about, you know, her, her diagnosis with um, bipolar 2. Yeah. Which obviously at this time was not diagnosed. No. But those circumstances that are being um, explained, and that would be tough for anyone, let alone yeah. someone who is famous and feels that they don't have the support network of the family, and later found out that they had this disorder. Yeah. So it was sort of this perfect storm of, Horror, but not just that. Like, so she's got the pressure from all sides, you know, business wise. She's also got the whether it's real or imagined idea that Tommy is still after yeah. her. And you know, when you find out that a sample for your song has been given to someone else, you're like, Well, who do I trust around me? Like, yeah. that's setting off, you know, emergency alarms in her head. Um, and then for her mother and her brother to turn up, the people she should be able to rely on, and they're there on the side of the record company going, come on, can you go back to work? Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to sleep. 
Yeah. <laughs> and no one listening. I think, you know, no one is listening. No one is listening. Which would have just continued to, you know, advance those feelings of yeah. alienation and paranoia and the madness. And panic. Like, just yeah. constant panic that would have been going on. Yeah. It's, it's really, like, I got a real sense of, like, oh, she is in not a good space. And yeah. it's not like she's not spelling that out. She's not saying I wasn't in a good no. space. She's not saying I was manic, I was this. She's just basically, this is an entire chapter of showing, not telling. And I... Yeah, it's like this is why this happened. Yeah, these are all the things that were going on. And this is how I reacted um, and whatever. Like people didn't like it, but, you know, it wasn't out of character for me to do these things. But then you see yeah. the, the TRL and you're like... No, but you don't seem okay. And it was magnifying behaviours. Yeah. I think more than anything. Yeah. And again, it's, you know, as you said, she to her, it was kind of like, well, this is what I'm like. Yeah. But it was just, it was that on steroids. Yeah. So people often, you know, on top of it all, she was out of this controlling marriage so she could be more of herself. Yes. Which probably would have led to more fun, frivolous moments with the media. But because it was all, you know, from the press's side, all happening at once. The other thing you have to wonder is, um, was there someone at Sony whose job it was to spin this kind of thing? Oh, did you see Mariah on TRL? She was mad. She's crazy. And it's like, as soon as you hear that, you try to read that into the performance. You try to read that into what you're seeing. Yeah. Like, was that some publicist's job to ring up and go, oh, blah, blah. By the way, how great is J-Lo doing? Oh, did you see Mariah? Like, you know, just in the back end of a call about something else entirely. That yeah. you've and made. Then, well, then it becomes it becomes the narrative because that was I remember. Yeah, that was the narrative. Yeah, in the same way it was for Britney and continues to be for Britney. Mm. So, Absolutely, and it sells papers and it sells you know it gets clicks online and yeah. Oh, what's she done now? Yeah, like I think we've broken it on down. Mm, Mariah made it. <laughs> It's time for a little Mariah meetiness. Lady. So, last chapter, Firecracker. I gave that a 10. My Cusp of infinity. Firecracker, you got the best of me. <laughs> you did give it the best. <laughs> With an infinity. Yeah. And the Lamley. I mean, I didn't check the final result, but it was infinity as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't need to check. It was when I did check it. It was, um, it it was the chapter with a, another female entertainer. Whom yeah. I don't know. It is it. the pinnacle of shade. I loved it. <laughs> so, for resting in pieces. Parent the shade. That's what we need to call it now. Parent the shade. Yes. Shade in parenthesis. <laughs> the parent the shade. <laughs> so, for resting in pieces, what score from number one to infinity are uh, giving this chapter? Look, there are there's there is almost zero song origins in this chapter. True. Which normally means I don't give it as high a score, but oh lord, <laughs> anyone that can fold in Princess Diana and the terrible behaviour of Morgan and Mum, I'm like just just for a pure family meetiness, it has to be Infinity, surely. Yeah, like it is it. too much going on here. This is amazing, and also a nice explanation of that Total Request Live moment that. You know, yeah. has kind of so talked about. Yeah, hung around her neck for a year or more after that, 
and you know, seeing her her state at the time, I'm just like, oh yeah, I totally get it. I've been there. I've been that person. Yeah, I've turned up to someone's house and they're like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you, it's almost like in the moment you're almost buzzing. Yeah, I'm chatting. I'm chatting. Yeah. I'm here. Um, yeah, absolutely. So the first half of the chapter, it, it was a bit bitsy, but it also, like you said, kind of relates to Mariah's way of thinking at the time. Yeah, it was a little bit everywhere. But once things started getting into flashback, oh, you know, in se- flashback in the shack with the plan of attack, woo! <laughs> I was like, "This is this is murderfinity." Oh, is what this is? Yes, murderfinity. She wrote <laughs> literally, yeah, literally. Once the word murder came in, Morgan being involved in a murder was like, "What?" Now it's a and true crime that, podcast. I love ex- it. Accepting <laughs> accepting a down payment for murder, down payment like, on thirty grand to pop someone's husband. Yeah, and then it actually, like, he didn't do it, but it did happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did. So Also, just the implication And he that kept the deposit. Morgan was a drug dealer <laughs> to the stars? Uh, yes, <laughs> I know. There's so much in this chapter. Like, it is chock-o-block. Yeah. Just, just what I like to I mean, imagine was in that ice cream cart. <laughs> how did they get, you know, how else did they get Rick James's accoutrement? Exactly. That was so, Morgan's job. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, of course, I will put this up on the Twitters for the Lamley to vote. Why are you asking for a vote? I don't know, but it's This interactive. is an infinity chapter. <laughs> Which means we are up to the remix. The remix. The remix. The remix. What is your remix for this chapter? Um... During the flashback to the shack, mm-hmm. I just had a moment where, like, I know she said, you know, I've been sold, burned and sold out. You know, my, there was no more brother and there was no more mother for her. But here they are at her front door now in, you know, the current timeline. And I'm like, no, they should have been cut out then. Like, that was the moment to go. Sure. That's enough from you. You... Like, you can't, you haven't even invited me over here for a party, which is what I thought this was. I thought this was going to be a celebration of the fact that I've just signed a record deal. And instead, you're trying to pump me for money to knock off mum's husband. For why? Because he's going to tell people about Alison's HIV? What is going on here? Yeah. Like, what? can't we have a party and then maybe you secretly whisper that to me later on? But no, this is the whole reason for this meeting. Like, no. where's the celebration? Where's the congratulations? You deserve it. But she's not half the singer her mum is. So <laughs> that's why uh, there's probably bitterness and anger. I get the feeling that they're all just messed up. Well, this is what stuck into my head. With okay, Obviously, we're jumping around a bit. Yeah, which is fine. So it's a memoir. Sometime, it doesn't yeah, need to be some, in order. <laughs> no, no, no. But trying to piece it together in my head, I was like, okay, so obviously this happens. Mm. But then when she's married to Tommy, she's building the house. And what sort of made sense there was it's like, oh, she's trying to create a family. Yeah. She's trying to rewrite it. Yes. With, you know, Patricia's on the wall, like the flappy fish. And it's all going to work out and be fine because yeah. I can provide now. Money will fix this. Blah, blah. Money will fix it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Then we're given oh. the fact that she built the house for Patricia and was like, okay. And then 
that's really there's not much Patricia mentioned between there and and where we're at yeah. at this glitter moment. We know that Tommy was so controlling that it makes sense that he may have controlled yeah. her out of a relationship with them anyway, which she kind of had mentioned she saw her as a protection anyway. Yeah. But Tommy's now gone and it leads us to like what's the relationship yeah there at what point because mariah saying there was no nice trips to that house that she built her so what were the trips and we may not find out it might have just maybe, been a slow maybe she was just forward selling this trip <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah there's there was sort of uh, it's an unknown exactly how they went from i built your house to we're not really talking yeah but it must have you know you can maybe there's more to come but the you know you sort of summarized that it's like oh this was just the kind of shit that happened so eventually yeah. mariah just kind of went, Ugh, but had not like you said hadn't completely cut those ties just from a writing point of view the fact that she's left this scene out until now means because if you knew this before she bought the house you'd be like no nah, i hate this why are you buying that yes. woman a house like yeah she should be gone from your life like i know she's your mum, but this is an awful, awful thing she's done here. Um, yeah. So, yeah, because remember it was really sweet and we loved it and, you know, she was yeah. all excited. That Mariah and that lady put- stole it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it was, whereas now I'm just like, oh, I can't believe you bought this woman a house. But you know what? What you literally said before is could be the only reason, which is it's her mum. Yeah, so I know. She's probably hoping, you know, oh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe, you know. Yeah. And I guess I'm, away. I'm kind of coloured. Like, my mum passed away when I was 25, so I haven't had to have, you know, that relationship break down. I, I, I haven't had that experience with my mum where I've gotten to a point where, you know, it's like, oh, God, you're driving me crazy, but I still love you because you're my mum. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I don't know how Mariah can get to that place, to be honest. It seems hard. Especially when it seems that all she wants is comfort and to yeah. be loved and soothed. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm sure and, a lot of people have similar... And looking back at, you know, things that have happened in previous chapters, it feels like her mum's competing with her at times. Or, yeah. you know, it's just... And that she's, you know, she's being dragged out to gigs and stuff. Like, it's at times when she probably shouldn't have been like, you know, it's... Yeah. I I do feel like there's been very little support from Patricia. Yeah. And she's not been a good mum. And as I've said, we don't know exactly why she's estranged from Alfred at this moment, but I no. believe that there is a part to, to his I'm chapter. I'm sure it will come across when we get more of the lyrics to Petals. Well, because there was... <laughs> yeah, sunflowers there was, for Alfred Roy. <laughs> I was going to say there was... There's a chapter that I got confused with because it's a, a similar name. Yeah. And then I realised, oh, it comes back later. Okay. Yeah. Um, a reprise. So my, a reprise. <laughs> uh, so what's my your remix? Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know what? I, it's, it was hard to make a remix for this chapter because so much happened in Mariah's state of mind. Mm. She did everything she could, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like she did all that she could in those moments. So there were definitely things that could have and should have been handled differently, not mm-hmm. just by Mariah, but many of the people around her. Um, but what I said it on was that my remix would have been instead of going to a hotel or to Tots yes. to get away, I'd have hit up Debrat. Mm. She knows she knows this shit. She's already helped Mariah escape before. Yes, I'd be gassing up that car, swinging by Brats, going to get a little French fries, some French fries, and then going to have a little bit of sleep at Debrat's grandma's. I gotta get me some sleep. <laughs> Debrat's grandma. That would be my remix. 
Because <laughs> it was the only other person I could think of that I was like, if Mariah actually called them, would they help? And I actually think she would. I think she totally would. Brat would have helped. She um, totally would. And it's hard in those, again, in those state of, states of mind, you don't always think, it, you know, your world kind of closes in around you and you go, I've got no one. Yeah. And you forget that there are people. You have connections and they will they do care but you don't feel like they do at that time yeah which brings us to can take that away mariah's lesson mariah's lesson can take that away oh mariah's lesson So I feel like there were many lessons here. So I picked out two. Right. So the lessons I learned are, number one, self-care is essential and has to come before work. Oh, absolutely. Like, which is a mistake we all make, including myself. And it's like, it doesn't, you know, yes, you have to pay your rent, all of that. But you've got to look after yourself. You've got to get sleep because long term, it's going to fall apart. From Um, someone that did breakfast radio for 10 years, I can tell you not sleeping is really detrimental to your health. Real fucked up. And you pay not only for like a couple of weeks after that ends. I'm sure you were paying for it for a long time. Oh, still like still paying. It's um, one of the, one of the side effects of sleep deprivation is a buildup of cortisol, um, which causes the fight or flight response. Um, So you basically have panic attacks more frequently and for nothing because you haven't had enough sleep. You are in a constant state of alertness that is not necessary. (laughs) And you know what? I feel like, you know, the fight or flight thing as well, once that's been triggered a certain amount of times, it's almost easier to trigger. Yeah. Smaller things can... I, and you're in that headspace for the smallest little... I get it when you know, I try to relax, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to be busy all the time. I need to be like Mariah is in this chapter all the time. Or yeah. that happens. <laughs> Where's my ice cream, bitch? <laughs> I'm coming around with the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and my second lesson is that I think, you know, understanding that signing a glossy contract and getting all the money in the world, it sounds amazing, but it actually can come with bigger... Yep. problems um you know it makes you a target it was pointed out twice in this chapter once with the interaction with morgan mm-hmm. and again with the expectations put upon her by her label yeah um and the, you know whatever success any of us have it has to be sustainable yeah mentally like you know you, and physically and i think this is a perfect example of a time that it was not you know and you can argue that i'll you know in the long run mariah might have said oh it was all worth it for the hundred million dollars yeah but really, probably not. Yeah. You'd probably go, you know what? I could have gotten $50 million somewhere else yeah. and not had that breakdown. I think, um, like, that moment. I think whoever, I mean, she was the biggest star in the world at the time. So I think whoever spent that money, whatever amount yeah. they spent, would have been more than they could afford. Um, and she was going to get that pressure regardless. Yeah. Like, if she went to a smaller label that only spent $50 million, they would have been probably twice as freaked out because it was a bigger stake than... Yeah, possibly. I think it's just, it's where she was in the world. Also, she was at the point of her career where she'd had a huge run of success. And as happens with all big stars, you know, you have a little dip before you pop back up again. Sure. And, yeah. And not, you know, let's not even forget what was going on at the other label that she left, not in a good way. (laughs) 
if they'd just fired Tommy, it would have been so much easier. Right? Oh, I wish that Japan moment had gone differently. I know. I know. Um, and what's your lesson? My lesson is you don't have to have a conversation with Princess Diana to know what's going on in her mind. Just lock eyes across the room and you'll see it all. <laughs> it will all be in there. She's just like me. <laughs> Pounded. Trapped. <laughs> I'm just imagining when Mariah got the news of Princess Diana's death. She goes, oh, my God, what a tragedy. And my song only went to number two. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's losing it. They were distant. This was 2001. (laughs) Diana died four years earlier. It was probably only three or four days. I don't know how she ever met Princess Diana. She was born in 97, the year Diana died. She locked eyes as As Diana was nursing her in her She popped out of Patricia. All right, I think it's time for some I don't know her. Oh. Whom I don't know. Whom I don't know. So there is quite a list, and feel free to add, but I'm going to smash through them. We don't know Morgan, Alfred, or Alison. No. We really don't know Patricia. We don't know Carson Daly's acting abilities. We don't know Carson Daly, I don't know. We don't, we don't know Virgin Records, and we don't know Cramp Spaces. No. We don't know cramped spaces. Have I missed? Have I missed any? Um, I feel like it was, it was you know, it was the main. We don't vault, know the body corporate at Barbara Streisand's flat. No, we don't. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. But I mean, in, does anyone know their body corporate? We don't know the tabloids. Um, we, don't, <laughs> we don't know a lack of Twitter. Um, <laughs> We don't know not being able to clap back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of, um, I just want to say, I feel like this is the beginning of the end for Morgan. I think we're going to get the full tale of not knowing Morgan and well, this not was the other knowing thing, Patricia. In line with the, um, with the Patricia, as we were just discussing yeah. that kind of timeline, I feel like... From what I can recall, everything with Alison was pretty much done. Yeah, Alison, the day she was burned. Alison, Alison like, went went out with the tea bag. Yeah, goodbye. Um, whereas Alison it seems went, that went know, in the compost with the tea bag. Not always compostable. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> this this you know the timeline does establish that Morgan was around longer you know yeah. earlier in her career, but also up and he was coming in and out. There are photos yeah. of her, you know, post Tommy. Um, with, oh yeah, because uh, she Morgan. talks about him in in cribs. Like she's like, oh my, oh, my brother put this in. I yeah. Like, so they were definitely when she when she's on the when she's on the stepper in the stiletto. She goes, yes, I don't actually yeah. know what this is. No. <laughs> and so there was definitely some kind of relationship. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I I'm curious to see what's uh, going to happen at Mummy's. Mm. All right, time for some Mariahisms. So last chapter we had a tie and agreed. We agreed that another female entertainer whom I don't know. Whom I don't know. I've been told it was billions. Billions. (laughs) We we have agreed that that was the iconic winner. And so we didn't even need to put it to a vote. And I actually think going forward, we we should stick with this. If we agree, if we both have the same Mm. Mariahism, we can still mention... This, you know, the little special mentions yep. and moments. But if we have the same one, we don't even need to. But, of course, if, if we have different ones, then we yes. can let the Lamley decide. 
Um, so would you like to go first oh, with your Mariahism? All right. My Mariahism is a... I'm cu- I wonder if it's the same one. Maybe. Is yours <laughs> about meeting the eyes of Princess Diana across the room? No. Yours okay, is not. We were both like cornered animals in couture. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is a good one. <laughs> That I did laugh at that. <laughs> I wonder if your one is my second one, which I had in case that was your one. So my one is, <laughs> it's it's look, it's long. Okay. Right? She had absolutely no idea of the burden and responsibility of being an artist who generated so much money and energy, <laughs> which to me is the long-awaited sequel to "You Should Be Half the Singer I Am." <laughs> To me, this was Mariah clapping back going, she she has absolutely no, no idea. idea. I mean, there are so many great Mariah lines in this. Like the the parenthesis to begin with. Oh, my God. It's all amazing. So, so good. Um, I did love neglect was the overall accent colour. My Here's my, uh, my second one was, business with Morgan would come with serious strings like a noose. <laughs> that was, yeah. <laughs> I also just loved Morgan snitched Morgan because snitched. it is such, especially in America, but any kind of, uh, like you said, on Wentworth Morgan in Australia, snitched. snitching is like, like murder. Fine. Yeah. Snitching. Snitching. Oh, to save oh. your own dick. Yeah. yeah nah. um, but Morgan yeah, look, I couldn't snitched. when, oh. and maybe it's when you hear it, that whole paragraph where she starts going on about, now, Patricia doesn't know her anymore and she just couldn't possibly imagine what it's like to have such being success. Half the I am. <laughs> oh my god, you can hear it. You can hear it in her voice. I'm like, oh, she's enjoying this. I cannot wait to hear it. <laughs> so look, it's it's a it's a long one, but I'll I'll trim it for the voting purposes. <laughs> and with that, we are almost home. We are almost home. Uh, so our next chapter is um, has the most ridiculous title of all time. <laughs> and I suspect she's going to cut sick on Patricia's cleaning abilities. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, it's, oh, look, <laughs> Calamity and Dog Hair. <laughs> yeah. It's the sequel to Calamity Jane. <laughs> It's going to be, it's an entire chapter about about how Patricia's Dyson is both busted. Uh, <laughs> calamity and dog hair. Uh, that will be I our... didn't build this house so you'd have dog hair everywhere. <laughs> That'll be our next chapter. It's it's only about half as long as this one and the one after oh, it. Um, so hopefully we'll we'll do a sub one hour episode. But I doubt it because we'll it's see. us. <laughs> and I mean, we don't know what the content is. We don't. Oh, my God. No. Yeah, it could be hectic. Uh, Maybe Alison returns. <laughs> Who knows? Everyone's back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. That's next Mariah Monday. Um, don't forget you can contact us anytime you like. Uh, if you want to hear your review read out. 
yes. here uh, in the podcast, just leave one on the iTunes or anywhere. <laughs> yeah, <do that>. um, <laughs> also, <laughs> we we are more than happy to take your messages at me. I am a memoir on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, or me. I am a memoir at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, um, <gasps> please please rate our podcast and validate us. Um, yes, please love me. Yeah. Posh wants five. I'm happy with one. Like, I'll take any stars. Yeah. <laughs> no, shove them all in. Just, Thanks. <laughs> just a click. Just give me a click. I need that click. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. And collect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you collect. I'll just click. <laughs> you, eucalyptus. I don't know what's happening. All, all right. right. Bye, Bye Emily. Emily.